Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. dumpster dive podcast how are you guys we're doing great we're so happy to be here i mean thank you guys for having us on we love the two of you y'all are so hilarious so we're happy to be here you guys we had so much fun on the live my face was hurting i had a blast y'all are so funny i had so much fun how was your first live (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how i got on and i don't know how i got (laughs) (laughs) suddenly i was on and suddenly i wasn't i was like I, I guess we're done then. I was like, okay, I'm glad you guys know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do was hold a camera and point it towards me. That's no, about it was it. so fun. Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> I feel like I've spent the entire evening with you. I know. That's what I was about yeah. to say. You it's have. Like- and yes. newsflash to your listeners, um, you'll also be spending next Thursday evening or Friday evening with us too because we're recording on our podcast next week. I'm so excited about it. Okay, so if you guys don't know Tom and Kix, I then you're an idiot and now you should log off the podcast (laughs) and stop listening to us they're the hosts of dumpster dive podcast and i feel like obviously there's a lot of bravo podcasts out in the sphere right now there's a ton of people who have lots of things to say but like i really feel like i'm hanging out with my friends when i'm listening to tom and kicks very true very true thank you guys it's just so chill it's so relaxed you should go and listen to them right after you finish listening to them on here so tom kicks the thing that we like to always ask is who are your problematic favorites on reality tv we all know that it's all problematic but who so who do you stand in some way or another yes i tom you should go first because i feel like tom has more problematic faves than i do what is that supposed to be <laughs> yeah stand by your cancel okay so i have to open with like half the reason i love housewives is because of ramona singer i mean like she's an awful person but like i remember watching the first season of New York and watching her walk off the reunion. And like, I remember her on the Brooklyn bridge in season three, telling Bethany that she has no friends and will never amount to anything. And, you know, I've just been drawn to that, that beautiful person for so long. (laughs) And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be her friend. And something as the world gets quote unquote more woke, people like to come for the problematic faves and be like, Mm -hmm. get them off the show. And like, well, I think obviously Kelly Dodd should go, go away. Like she's mocking the Black Lives Matter movement. I do think there's a place for some problematic people on these shows because like, I didn't tell anyone I, I liked these people as people. Like, I feel like people get it twisted where it's like, no, I don't want to be Ramona's friend. Like, I don't want to be friends with Shannon Bedore. I just like, I Mm -hmm. like, I like watching them on TV, (laughs) you know? So 
Yeah, definitely Ramona leads yeah. the pack for my problematic faves. I think there's probably someone in VPR that I love too that's problematic. Uh, the entire show. Well, I yeah. know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the most problematic person that I liked watching there is probably Stasi. I find her so funny mm. and watchable. I think she's an awful human being, but I mean, mm. you know, she makes good TV. So, although I, I, I'm excited for a generation without yeah. Stasi coming to Vanderpump Rules. But let's not talk about the next generation. That causes us so much really? stress for me. The VPR next generation with all the bait. <laughs> With all yeah. the babies. Oh, oh God. No. no, I don't want to get to know the kids. Like I'm a parent and I don't, I just don't want to see that. There's some shows that I yeah. don't mind it. Like obviously Married to Medicine. We fucking love the kids on Married to Medicine. They're the best kids. Mm-hmm. The best kids. They're so well behaved. It's not even about like behave. They're just like really, it's like genuinely nice kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. when monsters make monsters, like I don't know if I need to see those monsters, you know? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. But I do think that some monsters have created more sane children. Like, I think that, like, Luann created, like, some decently well-rounded human beings. Maybe not. I don't know. I was going to say Ramona, but... A- Alora from uh, Heaven Hills. Oh, That's yes, true. And yes. Heaven- Heavenly is a certified yeah. monster. Yeah. Maybe maybe <laughs> I'm not bringing good examples to the table. No, a good example would be, like, Kellyanne Conway's daughter. No, or like no, Rudy she's Giuliani's <laughs> daughter. I don't think those kids are great, though. I mean, I don't either. I just like a couple of TikToks she posts. <laughs> Kicks, who's your problematic favorite? Okay, I really like the normal ones. Like, okay. I like the boring people. And of course, I watch everything and have fun on everything. But I, I guess recently, my problematic fave would be Hannah. I'm going to need you to leave. Yeah, That's we have to take a pause. That's the most boring answer. We That's what go. I'm going to say. It's like, I don't really have a lot. Like... I like Erica Jane, like, but my favorite. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's more problematic. Yeah. That's okay, okay. Do you really like, like her? I do. It's something Tom. We've talked about this before. Like you with Meredith from Salt Lake, you like Meredith so much because she's so cold. Yeah, that's what I like about Erica. Is she's like mysterious and cold. Mm. I don't. I find her boring and annoying. And but this drama that's mm. happening in 2020 now 2021 is gonna be shocking yeah it's electric (laughs) i have to point out that that drama makes tom more interesting than erica she didn't connect to any of the women until just last year last season but that made tom interesting i was like okay tom did something here i also really like kyle a lot i don't know if that's problematic the no, way we just hate her. Oh, yeah. I just hate Beverly Hills, <laughs> <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> I do, too. We hate all of no, Beverly I truly, Hills. I don't know it's why. It's my least favorite <laughs> other than OC. It's my least favorite Housewives franchise. But I like the boring ones. And I like the non-problematic yeah. ones. I actually don't hate everybody on Beverly Hills. My problematic favorites are Lisa Renna and Dorinda Medley. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> See, that, that's a... But, like, Lisa Renna is a terrible... She's a terrible person. And I fucking pretty love bad. watching her. No, she's so watchable. I mean, first of all, I do think that Hannah is a problematic favorite. Because I think that that checks off. <laughs> so much so that I'm upset even just talking about this. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, and Erica definitely is super problematic. I think, Arthur, you bring up a good point of like, it actually makes Tom more interesting, whatever is coming out right now. But also Tom is somebody that Erica has actively kept away from us, like on the cameras. Like we don't, Mm -hmm. we don't get any Mm -hmm. insight onto Tom Girardi. All we know is that like, he's there. He's He's got a favorite mug. I have to let you guys know, every time you keep saying it makes Tom more interesting, I keep being like, what I do. (laughs) (laughs) What I do to become more interesting. (laughs) 
um, it is about you, Tom. Every it's time. not about this Tom. <laughs> Don't let it be about Tom. It is about Tom. <laughs> yeah. But your real name is not Tom, right? It's I, William? No, my middle name is Tom. My first name is William, but I go by my middle name, which is Tom. And Kix yeah. is Catherine. Yeah, I'm Catherine. <laughs> which is, you know, it's good not to go by Catherine and William right now because isn't that the Royals? That, that is, yeah. It is, actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're very... They're not beloved right now. Yeah. Are, you know. I've had a hundred names, it seems, but growing up, I like went by Katie in school, so that was also like problematic when like Tom and Katie... Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, Cruz. Tom and Katie Holmes. Cruz? Well, Holmes, Cruz, yeah. They never took... Part. I don't think they ever took each other's <laughs> name, last names. Each no. other's names. Like, could you imagine if Tom Cruz started... Oh, right, it was Tom... Tom- Right, if it was Tom Holmes and Katie Cruz. Katie Cruz Katie Cruz sounds like a porn star. I'm sorry. Yes. Or a member of Interpub Rules. Or, yes. or both. Or, or both. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. What is your favorite reality TV show of all time? It doesn't have to be Bravo. The show that I say got me into reality television was Flavor of Love. I mean, it's my favorite show ever. It's so good. Like it's so good. In terms of longevity storyline, mm-hmm. we have to throw respect on Housewives of New York's name. I think I think Roni has had more yeah. storylines than most scripted television shows could even think of. And so mm-hmm. I just they're they're the best. They're the best of the best. And they navigate their storylines the best. Yeah. They don't start a storyline. It's not a loose thread. It's not boring. It starts, it quick, it finishes, and then they keep moving on. There's so many storylines that come through the whole season. Yeah. Right. So they, they keep moving on. It's not a boring Lucy Lucy Apple juice <laughs> that goes on and on and on. Don't say that name three times or a chihuahua will show up in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Kix? Yeah. I don't know. I would say, like, right now to be, again, boring because that's clearly my brand at the moment. My- <laughs> hey, 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 don't talk about Tom's sister that way. I yeah. love Top Chef so much. Top Chef is amazing. I know it's Tom. I knew, I knew Tom it's- was going to be pissed at my answer. <laughs> it's not it's not boring. It's so it's so expected of you, so I don't know why I, I'm shocked. I mean, but- I bring I bring straight male gay female energy wherever it goes so like <laughs> Kix yeah. wants Melissa in her bed no I would leave my boyfriend oh my god her. yes that's so uh, crazy because I was just thinking about her today she's I so think about hot her almost yeah. every day. No, I actually <laughs> like I like I would leave my boyfriend for Melissa as well like I think she is so hot and you know that she can throw down in the bed room okay yes she's yes. good what's your last King. Isn't it Melissa King? Melissa King, yeah. yeah. Someone that good at cooking yeah. with that good of style. Kicks King, iconic. Kicks King, also a uh, cast member on season 20 of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Kicks, there's something there. I hope not. <laughs> Jesus, I hope not. Chlamydia. That's where, like, that's all you get from Jax is chlamydia. There's something there. <laughs> There's another, I think, Asian queer person on Top Chef that was really hot. Kristen. Yeah. Like Kristen. Kristen. Me just like spouting. Melissa and Kristen and their friends. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, our friends. 
like that. Oh my god, I'm so yeah. I'm very enamored. I feel like so I feel I totally like Kix is like you know how like Steve Carell is like Kelly Clarkson like when he gets his chest. Shit? <laughs> I feel like that's Kix is Kelly Clarkson. He's like Melissa King. <laughs> yeah, I love her I love- a lot. Yeah, I, I don't blame um, you. And also, I think Top Chef is a, like a genuinely amazing show because it's so overly dramatic. Yes, but also, yes, it's just food, right? But it's right. always there's like these moments that my brother and I will say to each other all the time from Top Chef, and one of them is from like several seasons ago, and it's about scallops. There was like a Top Chef mm-hmm. All Star episode. Somebody had used frozen scallops. Yes, I never forget. Of course. <laughs> I remember that. I remember the scallops. I don't remember who did. I I remember. I can draw his face. I'll take the hit on the scallops, bro. I'll take the hit on the scallops, bro. My brother and I will just like casually say that to each other all the time because it's famously at judges' table. They were like the scallops were met, and like one of the people who cooked fresh fish was like they were frozen. (laughs) And so this is what I have to say: when people think the Top Chef doesn't have drama, so they don't watch it, and it's like that's not true. Like they fight on there especially the early seasons yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah the early seasons, the early seasons of top chef and the early seasons of project runway yeah. mm-hmm. they were full of uh drama there but i got into top chef because of iron chef i i watched mm-hmm. the original japanese version that's oh, what dang. i used to watch yeah you didn't have the hawaiian the polynesian guy who is just pretending mm-hmm. to be japanese mm-hmm. on food chairman <laughs> yes no he's so he's the grandson he's the grandson no he is wait is he's he? the grandson of the japanese guy who ran the japanese oh. Show. Oh, well, now i feel like an ass. yeah you, <laughs> yeah. Sh- you should yeah okay. no, he out. is he is it is the same franchise okay. but uh yeah if you guys haven't watched the Japanese Iron Chef, you have to watch it because they take it way too seriously. And the kinds of food that they create is just awesome, amazing. And when a per when one of the uh, one of the iron chef actually loses, you can feel the loss in their face. They feel like they have literally let down their teachers and their parents and everybody else. It's so hilarious how seriously they take that. <laughs> it's so sad for them and it's so hilarious. <laughs> I find it hilarious that they take it so seriously that they're like. Back to Top Chef. Top Chef's new season starts April 1st. Yes. Oh, does yeah. it? And yes. Guess what? Oh my God. Melissa's on it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can see you blushing. No, she is. Honestly. She is blushing. <laughs> no. So I actually living a very heteronormative life, but like in the last five years or so, I've like discovered I'm like probably be a little bit queer just based on like where my mind goes sometimes, right? It's definitely been amplified more so because of female chefs that I know are queer. I think Top Chef was like a big one for me. Yeah, I totally get it. I get it. I mean, I'm honestly like in the same boat. Like I famously say I'm just not straight. Like that's my like go to like. (laughs) but it was like growing up with just queer chefs on television and with top chef too there is drama but there is not storyline so it's not like we're getting this drama of right queer gay lesbian people on the show it's about just like chefs yeah and the drama is about like if their food was suckier but they didn't go home like that's what Mm -hmm. the drama is yeah so frozen scallops and keep it's workplace it's really workplace drama because it's like how are you interacting with each other at your work yeah oh completely that's why i think that 
that's why it makes a difference. Some people cook at their yeah. workplace and other people fuck strippers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, let's talk about Atlanta this week. Okay. I feel like the most important thing that happened this week in Atlanta was obviously Fallon's Halloween party where there were multiple cats. Okay, careful, careful. It was not a party. Yeah. It wasn't a party. It was like a gathering. I can't get over it. What was it? It was a book club. It was <laughs> us and two more people. Like there was like not there, like Yes. And it, yeah. it just It was like if I put a smoke machine here, <laughs> this would be your party. Yes. Yes. That's what it was. It was Wait, no, with with Arthur's dogs, we have all six people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god yeah it was just so funny to like watch all this drama of these like crazy angles like i love the way the editors do that and then everybody just like walks into a kitchen yeah <laughs> it was like a kitchen. brightly lit you know normal super clean kitchen i was like you didn't even have decorations the decorations didn't even take no you know it didn't even go through into the kitchen it stopped the only decorations or whatever the that only was. decorations in the kitchen was the fog yeah smoke yeah. smoke was the decoration yeah. it was so yeah. weird the lighting was weird so too. Weird. it felt like the crew did not bring the usual lighting <laughs> in it was like literally it was like fallon's house lights that's yeah. it you went yeah. from production quality lighting through the fog and then you ended up in a home video and i you know i remember on instagram seeing everyone post like their like halloween looks back when they were filming and so i was like oh mm. this is so like i remember candy posting i was like oh my god we're gonna get this really cool like halloween party and we get there and it's like uh it's just it's just nothing like it was mm. it just was nothing yeah i think latoya sucks but i kind of agreed with her when she's like I'm leaving. This is so boring. <laughs> yes. I was just going to say, like, I don't ever want to be on Latoya's side about anything, but I'm not going to lie. Like, if I was going to an extremely fancy house to, like, a very rich mm-hmm. person's Halloween party and they had all this hoopla outside, I'd be expecting at least some, not even a food, not even a snack. No food. Like, that was so no weird. Food. So somebody said that candy alone could eat all of that food that was laid out, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And then... <laughs> Kenya yeah. Said yeah, that. yeah, Kenya said that. But, but what was weird was the way she even invited them. She was like, I'm having a Halloween party and I want you guys to come. Almost like she's having a Halloween party whether they show up or mm-hmm. not. There's going to be other guests. Yeah, There's going to be a party and I want you to be part of it. She didn't say that I'm throwing a Halloween party for the four of you. Yeah. Or five of you. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a, a weird, weird way of trying to get Fallon back into the show. That's what it was. They were still testing out Toya and Fallon. And they were like, who comes back in? Yeah, Fallon came in hot this episode. Like, even the scene where she's at Marlo's little, like, boutique or whatever, she's, like, a whole other person. I was like, who is mm-hmm. who's this person? Who decided to show up to work? Yeah. yeah, she was so quiet, like, throughout the whole season. Like, she has been so in the background or just, like, on the side or getting shit from LaToya. But, like, this episode, she was, like, fully auditioning. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, I she- heard... So I was watching Candy's um, YouTube series today. Love that. She has, like, a youtube show called like oh speak on it i think is what it's called yeah she had fallon on today and fallon was saying how she was cast like essentially mid-season so so they had been trying to get fallon on as a friend of for a couple seasons now and i guess that she got cast right before the the cynthia trip as like an actual like member of the cast this is essentially like the first get together post trip 
that we've had pretty much outside of wedding. So I think this was her trying to like fulfill her spot as an actual like cast member, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's possible. I think that might, that's why she was coming in so hot. I think she was like realizing that this is kind of her moment. Yeah. Yeah. Her costume was incredible. Yeah, her costume was incredible. <sighs> I loved her costume and I loved her bare feet running through I the tile floor. <laughs> to chase Latoya. I literally couldn't. It's not a slip. It's not like she was like, hey, everyone, please take your shoes off. She just straight up didn't have, she was had bare feet on. It was like her costume does not get, no, her costume stopped like at her butt. And then everything else was yeah, so her, She didn't even, no. put, I don't think she even put body paint on her butt. Her butt it was, was like, like, it was like color. Sophie shorts. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so bizarre. And I just, it it looked like she was playing like hide and seek, like at a sleepover when she was running through the house barefoot. I was like, I've been this, I've been this girl before. Oh my God. That was honestly me chasing Tom when we were kids. Yeah. I would chase Tom around the house. She, she almost knocked over a couple of people when she was running. She just shot through there to get to the golf club. I lived for the golf club grabbing. I mean, I don't condone violence, but I condone everything until the violence. So I'm here for the, I'm here for the buildup. Because the buildup is always better anyways, you know? Yeah. And yeah, her going... The security guards. I yeah. love when I get to see a security guard. <laughs> yeah. I love the, the running to the garage, getting the clubs, the security guards there, picking her up. Like, uh, the husband got involved. He, like, literally carried her up the stairs. Was it her husband? I thought he was not no, that in was town. Him. No, he, like, was. he wasn't going to be. Think, that was her husband? Yeah. Okay. And I thought he was up. much older. Okay. Yeah, he's not, like, wow. that much older. He's 56. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, I, I, they are 20. <laughs> no, Stop calling They are 27. Stop no, they're 27 years apart, which isn't nothing. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. that's true. And she's younger really young. than we expect. She does look really 29 kicks. Old, I see so. you doing the math. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 29? No, that's yeah, not that young. I mean, that's only a year no. younger than me. Yeah, I just... All of Fallon, like, the way that she just came in, she was super excited. She was just having a great time, like, talking to them on the porch. And then Latoya, I don't know what happened. I don't know what kicked in. I don't know why she started talking so crazy outside but like Latoya almost is a necessary evil I realized this season because I feel like without her there's actually not a lot going on I completely agree Mm -hmm. yeah Mm yeah Like if Latoya didn't do that, the party would have just ended with all of them just going home because the party was fucking late. I think I was most bothered by the fact like she was like, go all out with your costumes, do the most. And then like the entry was like so lavish. She was like, I'm turning my whole house into a freaking haunted house. And then (laughs) it was over in the kitchen. It was just such a like a bummer. (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about it, I wonder if she did the whole house as a haunted house expecting that like they would be spending time like in the haunted house, but then production got there and they were like, we can't light this. Like we have to go. Do you have another room? And she's like, I guess we can go in my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible. Maybe. Do you think that the rest of the rooms in her house were also like decorated and then we just didn't get to them? No. Because they 
the party just fizzled out. I don't know. I'm not sure, actually. It's a mystery. We'll never know. It's an unsolved mystery. We know she's got, like, this bomb-ass pool in the backyard, right? Because we've been there. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just, like, do the haunted house and then take the party in the backyard and everybody hang out outside? Yeah, that would have been a good idea. The bright, like, fluorescent light kitchen was just a real, real mood killer. I mean, the party itself was so bad that, obviously, Kenya's racially insensitive costume was insane. But Mm -hmm. it was, like, the party itself was so terrible that I couldn't stop thinking about how like Candy has on Broadway quality makeup and she's just sitting in somebody's fluorescently lit kitchen. Oh, it's yeah. such a waste. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a breakfast. Night. Like granted, okay. granted yeah. to be fair, there's about 2 million people who watched it. So, you know, there, there are people like yeah. consuming her makeup. That our viewers, you know, what sure, I mean? yeah, so, that's yeah. true. But also, something it's like I a pandemic, can't, right, so yeah. Right. yeah, something I can't stop laughing about is when Latoya was trying to like keep storyline going. So she she brought Portia out to the front porch, and she's trying to like talk to her about drama. And Portia's <laughs> like, "I'm so sorry. What are we talking about?" <laughs> like over and over again, Latoya's like. Latoya's like, no, but what she said was not what she did. And, and, and Portia's like, yeah, wait, what are we, who are we talking yeah, about again? Okay. And Latoya's like, no, girl, but you and I, we're good. We're good. And she's like, I guess, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> Portia is so good in this moment because she has been playing this game for so long. And she's like, if Latoya is going to flip on Kenya, then she she is for sure somebody you cannot trust. And she's like, no, I hate Kenya. But at the same time, I don't trust you. So I'm not going to fall in for any of this. I'm not talking to you about it. She just played ignorant the whole whole scene. So it was just Latoya talking about Kenya. Now, Latoya, I feel like there's just something about her, the way she's just like, like I've heard of YouTube drama, like my friends who watch YouTube will always tell me about it. And I always imagine them to be people like Toya. The way she comes in, she just like comes into a room. She's just ready to fight with whoever. She's like making friends with whoever. She's just saying things like to stay like relevant in that moment. Like even her conversation with Kenya, it seems so bonkers to me because Kenya is like trying to genuinely have a conversation with her. And Latoya just seems like she's just excited to be on camera so she's just like saying things to stay famous she reminds me like why some of those people on Vanderpump Rules like didn't work out because they have that same like YouTuber thirsty YouTuber energy to me Mm -hmm. yeah it's like she always is saying something and it's always like she doesn't need to be like it's okay not to like have something to say like every time she's like when they like sit down to like have a one-on-one conversation she like comes up and is like hey baby and it's just like just relax (laughs) like just relax yeah I think that's such a good point she seems like someone who just has to say something that being said again I do think that she's like a necessary evil this season we've seen a lot of friends of who would you cast as full-time Marlo is not in the rankings because I don't even think there's like a discussion that needs to happen Marlo should be full-time but out of like Shamia Fallon and LaToya or what about Tanya Tanya too Fled the country, man. Yeah, she left. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Once she did Bolo, she yeah. had to leave. I say she got dicked down too good. She couldn't be a, here in America anymore. <laughs> Do you think she got dicked down? No, she got dicked around. I don't know. I don't know how down or in it was. But <laughs> there's dick in the room. 
Um, no, I would give it to Shamia. Shamia, I think we've slept on Shamia for so long in so many seasons. Mm -hmm. She was so instrumental in season nine. That that's the season that Nini just wasn't in at all. Thank God. I, I'm famously yes. not a, a Nini person. That season nine is my favorite season of Atlanta when it was Phaedra, Portia, Sheree, Kenya, Marlo, Shamia. That whole crew yeah. was so great. And I just think Shamia is funny. She has storyline. She has a family. And I don't really know why she's never been given the opportunity for a full a full peach. What about you, Kix? I have to agree with that. I think Shamia would be so good. I it's it's I forget that she doesn't have a peach sometimes because she's always around. Like, I mean, there's so many friends of this season, but I think that she would be my pick as well because I think Latoya, it's not like a fit. I think she's a better mm. friend of than like she would be as a full-time housewife. I do think we yeah. keep Latoya though on for friend of next season still. Yeah. I think she serves the purpose of like being like Daniel Staub or like Kim G. Yeah. Just yes. be, in the, be yes. in the friend of zone and just stir the pot every once in a while but you stay out of it there's nothing interesting about latoya herself other than how she just comes in and spouts her mouth and says whatever is on her mind yeah i will say though she does have some storyline in her marriage that like mm -hmm. she's projecting yeah. on other yeah. people so there is something there but i'm just like kind of over her yeah yeah I think she's too much of a liability, but I think she's perfect enough, like a Kim G or a Kim D, mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. a hanger on her on the side who just like stirs shit up. Like if mm -hmm. nobody else wants to do it, send Latoya in and she will yeah. do it. Yeah. Did you guys like her costume? No. It was the bare feet. <laughs> I mean, she was a mermaid, a dead mermaid. I don't know. It was like, weird. But you could tell yeah. that she probably filmed it in a YouTube video. Like, get yeah. ready yes. with me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I was just thrown off by the bare feet across yeah. the board. Yeah, it's just I don't know why. Like I'm also like a no shoes in house person, so okay. I get it. You can but stay on the podcast. <laughs> I get it. It's just like weird. I don't know. She also at one point was like talking to them, and her like little makeup thing that was like going down her face, like whatever prosthetic she had put on, one of them just like fell off of her face while she was talking. And I, was, like, I did not notice. Right. That. I did not right. Notice that. Yeah. No, it was quite a moment. She was like, it came out with the force too, just like like that. I noticed it. <laughs> but so what did you think of Drew? I like Drew. I just, if I was filming this show and I found out that Drew was planning our vacation, I'd be like, it's a no for me, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. trust her to plan a vacation to New Orleans at all. So that's, that's going to be yeah. exciting to see what mediocre things they do there. I think Drew's, <laughs> I think Drew's, storylines are interesting i really almost wish she had not included this kid storyline that kid was so scared to be on camera and it broke my heart mm -hmm. um yeah. so sad. but i do mm -hmm. think that drew oh is going to be a, a new staple on this show i actually think she's gonna stay around for a little bit and i think that she's been on watch what happens live mm -hmm. twice now and you can tell that andy really likes her and i think that mm -hmm. she is going to be mm -hmm. on the show for a while you can tell from how comfortable she's with andy you can tell that she's comfortable in her position yeah she doesn't act too thirsty but she's there and she's happy i'd be fine with it i'm really liking her the first couple episodes we saw a lot of her and learned about the whole tampa debacle but then we like lost her in the beginning middle 
and now mm. she's back and I am really, really liking her. I and I agree mm. with Tom. I think she's gonna stay for a while because I think she gets along with the women really, really well. I am back and forth about Drew, but I think that's also what makes a great housewife for me is when I can't decide whether I love them or I hate them. I hate when Drew and Kenya fight because Drew always brings up the fact that Kenya is going through a divorce, that being married isn't some sort of prize. And if you get a divorce, that doesn't mean you lost anything. It just means that you decided what was better for you. And she's always like, Oh, if Kenya learned how to clap her ass she maybe she could keep a man and i'm like well nobody wants a man like ralph mm-hmm. ralph is gonna kill someone one day like yeah. ralph scares me maybe that's what I happened don't in like tampa <laughs> yeah i mean look get like is ralph dexter like what is if there's saying? a place to kill someone it's florida yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's weird about Ralph is that he is seemingly very normal now. Yeah. He's great. Everything's fine. Like, nothing. Like, it's weird. I felt like the kid scene was more of a Ralph rehab scene. Like, oh, yes. Ralph made a few mistakes in the beginning. Let's rehab Ralph. That's a good mm. point. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It was terrible awkward i felt so sad for that kid it was yeah i was like my god that child is gonna grow up to be so angry at you for like having this conversation on camera right because he was like yeah i told you i don't want to talk to him and now you have a fucking camera on me it was it was so weird because she kept he kept saying no i don't want to talk i don't want to talk to him i don't want to talk to him and she kept pushing it pushing it pushing it until he said okay fine someday i will talk to him maybe and even then maybe maybe (laughs) it's a maybe maybe someday and she still would not let go of it. Yeah. It felt, yeah. yeah, that was hard. Anything else on Atlanta? Those are only, th- oh, oh, I oh, wanted to ask, they didn't follow up on it, but did Kenya, I know Kenya apologized about mm-hmm. the costume, but did it take a little bit of like poking for her to do it or mm-hmm. did she like immediately? No, there was mm-hmm. one place where she commented that this was part of my heritage. So it's oh, not no. wrong. No. Yeah, I think she tweeted that. And somebody who is native, uh, you know, commented that that's a male chieftain, war chief kind of feather. You're not supposed to wear that. That's not the feathers that you should wear for warrior princess. So it was something odd like that. And then she came out and there were like really important groups, Native American groups that called upon on her to apologize they called on bravo they were like mm. mad at bravo and that's when she came out and apologized mm-hmm. it was like know. a instagram story yeah text yeah. thing yeah i just it's like i hate the excuse where it's like in my hair it's like yeah i have native american in our hair we have native american in our heritage too because uh, some of our dumb white ancestors like- <laughs> fucked uh a, a village, <laughs> yeah. a, a community. Like, of course, that's what America, that's yeah. half the racism that America's built on. So, sure, it's there somewhere, but like, yeah. it's certainly not something I'm proud yeah. of because I know it was, yeah. it's not, it was not a, it was not a relationship that's worth celebrating. It's, like, it was, yeah. Between, yeah. yeah, it wasn't. Also, it's like maybe one sixtieth of us. Like, it's right. just, yeah. but Tom brought something up that was interesting. Like, I'm happy that Bravo apologized for Ken on Kenya's behalf for this and they were correct of not like they should have aired a comment and under it being like we don't condone this like while we are watching it live mm-hmm. it's also like where are their apologies for kelly dodd ramona like all of these other like white women that have done incredibly racist things mm-hmm. on television mm-hmm. on social media it's like why aren't we apologizing for them i remember when bravo cut out what was his name again on below deck because yeah, he was that problematic. There's just one instance of it, but that they haven't done any of that with any of these folks. And it's 
kind of egregious, really. At this mm-hmm. point, like in this sensitive time for them to not even address it is it's terrible. They've never addressed the fact that Monique showed up at Karen Uger's house yeah. in a Native American mm-hmm. costume. What she about when Luann did blackface yeah. as Diana Ross? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I no, I just have Tanner on. And it's like, okay, well, oh, that's. Why'd you put the tanner on? No, we, we, we yeah, we like we didn't say that you put like black acrylic paint on. We know it's tanner, but it's like, like darker shaded tanner. It's still like it falls under blackface. And the like. and she wore that afro that was like I can't. It was Diana <laughs> and and Andy Andy was like because Diana Ross is Andy's like Beyonce, like it's his queen of all queens. Yeah. And like he was like as a Diana Ross fan, like I can confirm that like I've never seen Diana Ross in hair that looks anything like that so like are you just dressing as like a black pop star like what's the get up like it's so offensive yeah Yeah. he brought it i think he brought it up at the reunion yeah he did just like shut it down it was like yeah no i didn't do that yeah yeah Yeah. this is why like earlier when you were saying that luann might have like good kids is like this is where i feel like maybe her children don't really keep her in check because i know tom you've had an instance with luann i have i've heard the story so many times and it always makes me laugh (laughs) would you mind sharing it yeah so i'll tell like the abridged version because it's like it's very long and epic but the abridged version version is that i i was a float captain which is what they called it i didn't i didn't come up with that on a pride on a pride float and the 2015 oh absolutely um and so (laughs) I was on the float that Luann was on and the float was run by Luann's music producer. So it was all of the artists under his the production company. And this producer you've seen on the show, he looks like Dr. Evil, essentially. <laughs> he's like, he's like the whitest white person in the world and bald and glasses. We're there and the float is sponsored by this poor woman or girl that's sick with some sort of brain disease or something like that. I, I don't remember what it, what it was. And she was there on the float with her mom. And so on the float, we were rolling t-shirts for this sick woman's charity. And Luann walks up to me as I'm helping them roll t-shirts and she goes, oh, no one told me there were going to be t-shirts here. One say, Luann, uh, girl code, my single, hashtag girl code. And I, I don't know what, like, what came over me like the full ghost of bethany frankel inhabited me and i just turned and looked at her i go luann i i don't know that this is about you and she went white in the face (laughs) and she's like okay well i have a job for you then and she handed me this sign that i had to hold in front of the float for the entire parade this 15 foot long sign that in front of a float that was about this girl who's sick and the the sign i had to hold in front of the float that wasn't about luann just said in huge letters is Countess Luann, BravoTV.com. And oh my God. I, I had the sign under my bed for a couple years after that. Oh my God. You don't have it on your wall? Oh my God. I would like frame it. I threw it away because I feel like it was a bad omen. Yeah. So I, I heard this story the first time. I think you told it on an Instagram live and then I heard you tell it on your podcast. And it made me so sad because so Luann has like been really active in the Ronald McDonald community in New York. And so then I heard this and I'm like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> Well, okay, here's what I will say is I don't I I I'm sure she's very charitable and I don't think she's an awful person. I just one she was so hungover and like she was just on one she was already like two rosés in and i think she just didn't completely understand the assignment 
you know, of being there that day. <laughs> and I think she, she I, something I yeah. learned in that day, she really does operate in a world where she is the center of her world. Like mm-hmm. you see this on the show, but when you see it in person, it's like, you're like, oh, she's literally the same as she is on the show. Like she literally yeah. operates. It's like, this is Luann's universe and you guys all just kind of orbit in my universe. And I just was orbiting in the wrong direction that yeah. day. So yeah, I think they're all like that. That's why it's so interesting because I think Ramona is like that. I think Bethany's like that. I think Dorinda was like that. Everybody is like that. They, they are the center of their solar system. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes a good housewife though, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. Anyway, I'm very excited to see her on TV. Okay, I want to really talk about Dallas and ask lots of questions since you guys are from Dallas. Okay, let's go. First of all, have you guys been to this hotel where they have this luau party? So this was in Frisco. I believe it was the Hyatt in Frisco, which I've not been to. So Frisco's mm-hmm. like a, not a very close place to where we grew up and also not very close to Dallas. Yeah, no. It's kind of a weird spot. Oh, really? It's, like, it's just in a very, but it's, it's not, in the middle like, of like nowhere. Like it's not close. No, yeah. and, but it's also, there's yeah. nothing in Frisco. It's not a very like. When we were still there when we were kids, so maybe like 10 years ago, it was like up and coming, quote unquote. So it was like pretty much flat, flat, flat. And then there was like a couple huge hotels in a weird like stadium and then <laughs> like apartment complexes like that's a corporate hotel yeah. that's not really a hotel that people like go to vacation at it, it was a very yeah. weird thing yeah, yeah no it didn't seem like it yeah. it, w- it was really strange to have a party there but I also was- remember this was during the pandemic and the hotel was probably not having enough business mm-hmm. so this is another mm-hmm. way of getting business there too so yeah, Tiffany definitely. was smart there trying to get this film there so they could use that space yeah that's a good point I mean I would fucking go to that party that seemed like a great time i agree yeah yeah she had to like make up for her horrible pizza party so (laughs) i mean look it really did grind my gear when fucking cam was like everyone is trainable i was like you know what that's such a problematic statement (sighs) it made me so upset because i was like laughing along the entire episode and Mm -hmm. then cam had to say then i was like ah jesus christ cameron like you, you couldn't have to go there. even in fact I, even Carrie was tolerable this uh yeah. this particular episode I like Carrie in this episode she's getting better there even even though her entire scene with her kids and everything else was like where are you going Carrie don't make this happen <laughs> it's not gonna happen don't, no, the kids are kids not interested not. the kids are no. not interested they don't in talking. care about the show at all yeah no. yeah it's like I feel like their least favorite thing about their mom yeah <laughs> yes. yeah 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 100 percent. 100%. The entire episode was all about moms. So you had Tiffany and her mom, Deandra mm-hmm. and her mom, obviously, and then mm-hmm. Carrie as a mother to her kids. Mm-hmm. So Deandra and Dee, I want to talk about them first because the funniest thing about this interaction was that Dee never apologizes. Mm-hmm. She almost does at one point for saying what she said, but she just goes, I uh, didn't understand where you were coming from, but like she could have said, I am sorry for making you feel that way. But she like actively pauses and doesn't say sorry. And then they're having this like moment, but like they just stay on their like ends of couches and they don't hug. Even when they say, I love you to each other, they don't get up and hug each other. It's like they just sit there at the ends of the couches and say, I love you. I love you too. And that's it. Yeah, I thought it was so cold. But then the interesting thing was like, you kind of saw something similar with Tiffany right where like her mom Mm -hmm. comes to visit and Tiffany's mom is being like so nice and so loving which like I feel and this is just me as 
as a South Asian talking. That's definitely what my mom does when like there's other people viewing her mm-hmm. as a mother. She'll be like loving and overly like open in a more Western way. Whereas like when we're alone, she won't do that. But like mm-hmm. you could definitely tell that Tiffany was like, okay, so the cameras are here and that's why you're doing the things that you're doing, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. But like even her doing the things that she was doing like as nice as she could be and as like loving mm-hmm. and oh, like you should tell your boss to that you want to work even less, less days like yeah. that stuff it was still somehow warmer than the yes. meeting between deandra and d yeah. yeah deandra and d is interesting they're they're so watchable the two of them like i don't even care that, that we got nowhere because like their conversations <laughs> are always entertaining to me d mm-hmm. mama d i we like grew up with knowing so many of mama d's like like she's so mm-hmm. quintessential Texas mom, like grandmother. Like I just, I know so many of hers and I, it, it's comforting to watch her be condescending because it's familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not from our mom or grandmothers, but like yeah. just like I know that that feels like it feels like home to see her um, passive aggression. Yes, for sure. Just like how we feel with Manjula in uh, in Married yes. to Medicine. Exactly. Yes. And Nila's exactly. mom. It feels familiar. It, yeah. yeah. It's toxic, but it's familiar. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like a poison I'm used to. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it, because it was like we grew up like in a small neighborhood where we knew people's grandparents, and uh-huh. that was like them. Like we yeah. had like a couple neighbors who were like their grandparents would come in and they would be exactly like that. Mm-hmm. But and it was like so fun for the weekend. <laughs> and but they're not yours. Grandparents, you don't have to see them all the time, I guess. But <laughs> I did I did think it was like very transactional. Yeah. And it, I wonder if they had a conversation before filming, being like, We just gotta get this out on tape. On tape yeah, on, yeah. on, <laughs> on camera. filming and then we can mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. noticed that Deandra was holding back and she was so teary eyed, but holding back almost like she was reading in between the lines of what Dee was saying. And it was really Dee scolding her for her behavior. And she was like on the verge of crying. But Dee, nothing moved on Dee's face. <laughs> she got teary at the end, though. Teary. Uh, she got teary or tried to get teary, but nothing, <laughs> nothing came out. Nothing moved. It was like completely <laughs> Botox. The only time she got really emotional was when she talked about dying. I feel like yeah, yeah oh you're right she's like anymore. when, when i'm not know. here i gotta know that yes. you're here for me like her daughter she was just sad about like one day i'll have to die like oh. it's not, yeah. i can't take my money with me if d could take yeah. her money with her to to wherever she's gonna end she up would. she would she doesn't want to leave it here so let's break this down a little bit though because so on two episodes ago so when the whole when everything came out about like deandra changing her name simmons mm-hmm. and everything before that mama d was telling the story about how she literally stalked a man for his money to marry him <laughs> and so all i want to say is like the apple so doesn't fall it. far from the tree so she's like deandra i no. stalked this man to get his money and you changed your last name so you get his money it's like not we're not that different after all like i don't think she even meant it in like such a mean way i think she's literally just being like that's how us simmons girls do it <laughs> Like yes, and kicks kicks. I realized not until recently that Simmons. So so her stepfather Simmons is like Simmons Highway. I like never put those two and two together. That's like a very famous highway in Dallas. And I was like, I was like, I've never heard of the Simmons last name. And that's saying something, okay? I mean, if your name's on a highway, that's like not not a big deal. No, that's a big deal. Like George, like. 
George W. Bush Highway and yeah. then Simmons Highway. Like, right. So, yeah, that's like, like you literally like pull yeah. up MapQuest and you're like, take a left on Simmons, you know, like when. Yeah. <laughs> like it's there it's a dallas <laughs> staple <laughs> don't mind if i do <laughs> i just wanted to draw attention to that because yeah. like she's so upset but it's like it's like you guys get that you're the same person in so many ways you know i also was thinking that maybe that's why d was getting offended that she was saying that uh, d went after this man and after the title but not her not deandra so it was like d is like no we are the same you and i are the same don't think you're better than me or that you can get away from what I did and what I how you came about the Simmons name or I think maybe D was paying yeah Deandra a compliment and Deandra didn't accept it and that yeah that's why <laughs> D got upset like wait it's a good thing I actually yeah. think it's good you're just like me I, I completely agree with you I do think that the inheritance thing is super mm-hmm. shady that is shady though yeah. that she's stealing, she's stealing from Dallas two pools she's yeah. okay so she changed her name Okay, because she felt like she didn't have a connection with her biological father. But then when the biological father died, she went to court to get the inheritance? That's kind of fucking crazy. Okay. And even then. I have a question. Deandra's always like, I'm broke. Yeah, right. Was the dad that, this is going to get dark, but the dad that died of alcoholism, (laughs) is that her dad or is that stepdad? Who is who? I don't know. I don't understand. I think it was her stepdad. The stepdad no? that died, like in the hotel, you know, like the story no, about like dad was, died no. in the hotel. Yeah. Was that was that? I think the dad, I think dad, the dad that died in the hotel. I think that it was dad, dad, old dad, old dad. <laughs> well, Guys. What happened to new dad? Oh, that's uh, that's though no, she's talking about Atlanta. No, I know, yeah. I know, I know. I'm going with it. I'm going with it though. Who's new dad though? Whose new dad is? I think like how did new dad die? I'm looking Hold it up. Okay. This I, I gotta know. Is. Wait, new up. dad is dead? All dads are dead. A new dad. <laughs> <laughs> all dads are dead. Title of this episode, all dads are dead. All dogs. No, okay. All dogs, all go, dogs to go to heaven. Sequel. All dads. <laughs> it's all dads. So fucked yeah. up. Glenn Simmons. Died. Yeah. How? Because she, she opened up about her dad's death a couple seasons ago and it was a very vulnerable for her moment for her to talk about all that stuff because mama d talked about it too and it's like i can't figure out who, which one that is okay glenn rubin simmons dead <laughs> what's his oh bitch say yeah his obit wasn't very um very telling let's see i don't want to know what he did i just want to know how he died <laughs> Okay, so the real father, the real father did die by suicide. Yes. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. the hotel. So that's that's, that's hotel. hotel. That's hotel dad. Just- <laughs> okay, this has gotten dark. <laughs> okay. Well, I ju- I just googled it. How did Deandra's father die? And okay. it says he com- he completed suicide shortly after Deandra's first wedding. Completed. Not completed. <laughs> I am completely shocked. <laughs> Who wrote that? Who wrote that? Your this delivery of that was so <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's insensitive to read it. I don't mean. I am shocked. Okay, this is horrible. Oh Who wrote this? <laughs> this is hor. This is a horrible way to write is some. Oh my god! This it's is awful. Awful. <laughs> Okay, well, we cracked that. We cracked that. So, um, essentially, essentially, D, essentially, Mama D and Deandra are both scammers. 
Yes, basically. Scammers uh, find like, scammers. Yeah, they're and you know, a family that scams together stays together. I guess. <laughs> yeah, <Because> Bar- barely. <laughs> <laughs> on opposite ends of a couch, they stayed together on the opposite ends. On opposite, of a couch. Yes, exactly. Because they're all just like tied to purse strings. I guess it's like, but it just it blew my mind because at that moment I realized like, holy shit! No fucking wonder Deandra's like half brother doesn't talk to her. Talk to her mm. because. You had nothing to do with our dad. You changed your last name. And then now you're trying to fight me in court over a will. Like that's Mm -hmm. fucking – and she won, right? And it's like so interesting. They kept talking about like, oh, having a Simmons name can get you far in life. Like having a Simmons name probably got her a great lawyer. Or a highway. (laughs) (laughs) You can work in the White House. You Mm -hmm. can have a highway. Right. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'd rather have a highway. Yeah. So the money, but but all the money, (laughs) the trust fund money is all in stepdad's name. So the the inheritance she got from other dad is just pennies. And that's what's so that's what's fucked up. Is that there, there's this other kid yes. and stepmom that got nothing of the pennies yes. when when she has literally a trust. Yes. But but again, Deandra got hold of her other dad's or old dad's money. She whatever it was, even if it was very little, she got that. But she still doesn't have Glenn Simmons' money because Mama D is sitting on it. That's what Deandra is. So Deandra got some money, but she doesn't have the Simmons money yet. The highway money. But I think there's a trust, though. I think there's a trust for Deandra. I just don't think she can access it until Mama D is RIP. Yeah. (laughs) Until she dies one day. Until Um, until death is completed. This is so bananas. This is wrong. This is wrong. We have to to forge ahead. (laughs) We're going to all take like a holy water bath tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Speaking of holy water baths. Okay, let's talk about Brandy and her Christianity. So I've heard you guys talk a little bit on your podcast about like how you guys did drag at church. Yeah. Which is great. Do you have any more questions Um, about that? (laughs) That's all I needed to know was your family drag. When you see Brandy, the way that she is, is that like how you remember, like kind of like how you said you saw so many Mama D's growing up, like growing up in Dallas, Mm -hmm. is that the kind of Christian you're running into? Dallas area is a center for like mega church, which Mm. is like Mm. non-denominational swish, swish, swish for listeners (laughs) that with quotation marks, (laughs) non-denominational, aka Baptist churches. And so you're surrounded by religion, but there's also something about the South too, where like the women especially are so religious and pray before dinner, but then like drink margaritas on thirsty Thursdays at the Mexican food place around the corner. So Mm. it's like, it's a very interesting like religious hub because I would say it is very religious, but like we grew up in a very progressive like Christian household and church. Like my parents still go to the church that we grew up in and it's incredibly progressive. And so, but there's so many different forms of Christianity in Mm -hmm. the Dallas area that I see the Deandra Mama D side, but there's also like Brandy side and all of it. Something that is not, I feel that is not as present in the Northeast as it is uh, in the South is like the gossipy side of church. Like, like church is not, church is the place where like all of the um, 
want the old high school cheerleaders get to be popular again. So like a la so Brandy. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. she can, and, and the, the term cafeteria Christian, which I, I had, I've heard before, before Deandra like called her that, because that's a term that we've used mm-hmm. many times before, like in regards to the women who go to church to essentially keep tabs on who's there. The women who, which mm-hmm. we, I, we grew up with a face. lot. Yeah. Yeah. We grew up a lot with a lot of moms that like would be like, "Hey, how you doing this morning? We we missed you last Sunday," and it's like, "Okay, fuck off." <laughs> like I had, yeah, like but and yeah, or, or like the yeah. one time I was dating this girl. Uh, hold for applause. Um, and this, <laughs> and I I went to I would go sometimes with her to her church. And um, I had a woman from our church that was like, hey, Tom, good to see you today. I just wanted to, I, I saw your car parked at Grace Community Church last last Sunday. Is everything okay? And it's like, what? Like, it's like people, oh my God. Th- but that's the culture there. Like people really keep tabs. Like there is a church in our community where mm-hmm. like there's going to be an HBO doc that is released in a couple years about this church, probably because like they've docked so many families and made people like berate families of divorce. There was like, there was a couple <gasps> that went to this church that the the husband cheated on the wife and the husband got to stay at the church and the wife was asked to leave the wife who oh did gosh. nothing wrong was asked wow. to never could was not allowed to come back to wow. the church it's, it's all but it's that's mm. literally dallas yeah mm-hmm. mm. there's tons of huge mega churches the church that our parents still belong to that we grew up in is awesome because the senior uh the senior pastor is is female they fly rainbow flags outside of the church. They have like a logo with every seat is a different color of the rainbow. And it's like all are welcome. They do their Bible schools are inner faith Bible schools. So they'll have the kids Mm -hmm. go to the mosque in Flower Mound as well as the temple. And the kids from the mosque and the temple will come to our church, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. But a couple about a month ago, they had a white supremacist group targeting our church for like an Mm -hmm. attack because like, of their support of the other religions in our community, as well as the LGBTQIA plus community. That's amazing. I'm not saying that to pat my own back. I just, I just want to say, I just want to say that like the place we grew up in is different. That's why the drag was there and things like that. Mm. I mean, I think, I think that it's really great that you can speak for like Dallas because, you know, as people of color that are from the Northeast, I have a view of the South that is very different than I think a lot of my friends Mm -hmm. that are even from the South. Right. And so when people from the North generally look at the South and they watch these ladies who are treating Tiffany so poorly. I mean, this was definitely, they were nicer to Tiffany this episode, but even Cam saying everyone is trainable. These moments that keep coming up, these microaggressive comments that come up, it does make me feel some type of way as an immigrant, as a person of color, as a non-Christian to see people like Brandy or even somebody like Carrie or or Cam mm-hmm. be the way they are. It, it, in my mind, the view that I get of Texas is that, but it's nice to hear you guys talking about your home state, especially mm-hmm about Dallas and talking about it in the way that you are. Thank you also for explaining what cafeteria Christian is because I didn't know what that was. It's essentially just like the popular girl who says they go to church just to say they went. Yeah. It's your Christian and t- for for its convenience and for its like yeah. to be a part of something and to be ju- to use it as judgment on other people. Now the other thing is that she was talking about take your blue jello and this it's picking and choosing what you want. To yes. Go. Yeah. Do you guys like Stephanie? Yeah I mean she's fine. I, I think there's a, there's a little too much trauma. 
Trump there. I know that Travis is a Trump, a Trumper, mm, yeah. which is scary. And I think she is, we need a Cynthia. We need a Robin. We need that character on our shows. And she's that for Dallas. And I, I like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard rumors that her family owns part of the production company. Yeah. That's why she keeps mm-hmm. getting a good edit, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't not see. But yeah, yeah, like Tom was saying, she is like the housewife you can trust to tell the story and not be too much in the drama. Yeah. I am not sure about her. Just because like, I don't know if I would trust anybody who's like best, best friend is Brandy. That judgment of hers to be with Brandy doesn't quite match with what she presents of herself. Yeah. But I think Stephanie has grown in the show when Brandy hasn't. Like, I think mm-hmm. Stephanie is a different person. Yes, and I think she's, a good I think she's grown out of her marriage and I think she's grown out of her relationship with Brandy. Mm-hmm. But these people are, are the reason she's here in the first place. So I don't think that she feels like, mm-hmm. I feel like she feels bound to them, but I, I think she's, I think in maturity ways, she's moved on past them. I do see her bringing it up with Brandy in the car and trying to hint to her without actually putting down Brandy. Like, you need to talk uh, to Deandra. You need to have a conversation. And she's trying to give her the hint that you need to say sorry. But I don't think Brandy got that. Yeah. Well, Brandy's terrible. Yeah, Brandy's just horrible. She's the worst. Yeah. Awful. Do you feel bad for her because her husband's a cheater? I feel so bad for her. Not. (laughs) 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 You know, I, I do feel bad for her, but then it turns out that maybe she's doing some stuff on the side so but also that video was like old too which is like you know and here's the thing is i don't defend her but it's like i do think that it's like can we just let her just go away i don't i don't want to pull her down more because i don't want anything bad to happen to her and she the stuff that she went through the car crash stuff is so dark really sad Mm -hmm. there's so much bad that has happened to her that i think we can just let her go and float away and not be a part of tv anymore and yeah, I'm yes. glad she's not on TV anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And take care of herself. Uh, yes, I want her to take care of her mental health because regardless of how bad of a human being she can be, I, just, I do want her to be healthy and safe and I just want her to not be on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Thanks for saying yeah. that. Because sometimes I don't think those things and I think I need to be reminded. No, I don't either. Yeah, because we hate her Well, so right, much. it's hard because you're watching. No, I know, but you're watching the show. It, we're not watching. We, sometimes we think it's we're also, watching yes, real it's time. It's also the yes. show. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes. It's just, it gets really tough because you do see her in these moments moments being so like terrible that you do also forget that like she's a person that's going through a lot of other dark stuff and even though I think that she went to racist rehab because she felt more attacked than actually sorry for what she said or did Mm -hmm. I do need to have some give her a little bit of grace so like at least she can take care of her well, kids because okay. she's got Here's a ton thing. of them I'm white and I'm talking to two Asian women and it's like I, I certainly don't have the like I don't I don't want to be giving you the perspective on this no, white woman you know I, I'm not trying to defend you're the not. white woman in this I just I, I just no, mean you're like not. okay I just want to make sure that's clear I just no. I don't <laughs> defend her yeah it's just her mental health is yes. scary, you know? Yes. No, the description of this episode is yeah. going to be like, Tom Hamlet came on the podcast and told us how we should feel about Brandy <laughs> Ray. feel about a racist <laughs> Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's the thing. You can edit this however you want. You know, I'm not gonna see what Isn't the edit's fun? gonna be. Isn't that fun that we can do that? Just like yeah. piece your words together to be like, I love yeah. Brandy. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I dare you. <laughs> I would never. Um, but don't test me because then I will. <laughs> 
would you party with Carrie? Yeah, she seems she seems she seems awful until she's partying. So <laughs> as long as I'm yeah. there for the party, I'm down. I totally agree. I also love tequila so much. Yeah. So yes. I was gonna say kicks can hang better yes. than I can with her because she loves tequila. I don't drink, yeah. but I would eat that pineapple that's soaked in tequila because I'd be like, yeah. whatever food. <laughs> That's uh, you. I, I mean, sure. I'm, I'm not going to tell it's you what e- to not do, but right. Technically, it is eating. Yeah, yeah, it is eating. I'm, I mean, that's how uh, Newer consumes alcohol is in her rum cake. Right? <laughs> yeah, like you put it. Yeah, I fuck yeah. up with rum cakes too, are fine, so it's fine. Yeah. Wait, but Arthi, you said you love tequila, don't you? Arthi does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you you can. Hang. <laughs> Yeah, I could. Yeah. And like Deandra and Carrie, tequila makes me happy. So I think tequila is the most fun. Yeah. Tequila is the most fun. Yeah. But I would party with Carrie until she tries to set me on fire, which I also feel like she would do. Like she would 100% just like after yeah. you with like. Oh, with she's tequila. constantly throwing Tiffany into things. It's terrible. She's like, I'm going to push Tiffany yeah. into this body of water. <laughs> Terrible. I'm gonna show this fire torch up Tiffany's ass. I'm like, <laughs> let this woman just be. I loved it when Tiffany was like, I don't trust her. She would actually set yeah, me on she, fire. She <laughs> would. She would 100. And then later on, she would be like, uh, What? It's a joke. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about Real Houses of New Jersey. The crew goes down to the Jersey Shore, uh, where everybody is gifted a Joe Judice world famous gold star massager. Teresa mm-hmm. and Jackie face off, and then Marge has a complete freak out. Okay. Question. Would you, if you were gifted a Joe Judice massager, would you use it? Certainly. Yeah. I mean, first of all, that's the closest thing to having sex with Juicy Joe. And it's like, YOLO, why not? I mean, like. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, are you into Juicy Joe? No, but but as a Bravo fan, it's like, yeah, I have, I've used, I've put Juicy Joe's vibrator in between my cheeks. Like, that's such like a fierce thing to say as a Bravo fan, you know? So I, I, that. My boyfriend and I have toys, but that toy is much larger than anything I've put in my butt. So I don't know that I'd be. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't know. I guess we're going there. But do you think it's modeled after his? Um, his no. massager. No, no. <gasps> is this, that what no. he meant? This is what his dick no, looks like—a little bubbly can. <laughs> like it's fat. <laughs> no way that thing is not fat and so short. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Would you then purchase a Joe Dice massager? I would. would. I probably wouldn't use. But it, here's but... the thing: is vibrating doesn't do th- anything for me. But yeah. if I had a clit, I'm sure vibrating right. would really hit. No, the but spot, that thing you know? was like that thing was not just it's vibrating. Like a, that was a, it, it was like a throbber. It was like a, it was going up and down. Arthi, <laughs> if you say throbber one more time, I'm ending the Zoom call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Um, I well, I I'm down to feel it throb. What do you want me to say? (laughs) Hey, well, I asked you, would you spend your own hard-earned dollars to purchase one? Okay, no, no, no. All right. 
No. No, because I no, would. That, that, that's not what I like. That kind of toy. <laughs> so no, I, I agree. Whose chore house would you stay at? Oh, Melissa. That backyard area is so nice. Yeah. Mm. I want backyard Melissa, but I do kind of like just a kitschy, like no frills vacay where you're drinking out of mm. solo cups and you're drinking like three shots of Tito's and just a splash of soda in your breakfast drink. And like, like I love the shore and the shore is a blast. I mean, you have to know you're from, you're from yes. New Jersey. The shore is so fun. And like, there, there's something about the shore that's so no, fr- so no frills that something about mm. Melissa's house, like just doesn't do it for me. However, I wish that Dolores' house had the pool that Melissa has. Yeah. Yeah. Dolores' house is like a very New Jersey house. It was yes, so that is that is a yeah. shore house. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures of boats on the wall and like right. the bedrooms that have three beds in them so they can just like pack as many yeah. people yes. as possible. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I would prefer to stay at Dolores'. I'm going to go Dolores. Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. you would be fed well at Dolores'. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I think Frank would take good care of yeah. everybody. Yeah, he did everything. Yeah, yeah he did. Melissa's house. If you looked at those bedrooms, it was literally a bed. My roommate and I were like, "This house was set up not by them because there's just a bed sitting in the middle of a room in each room. There's like no, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. it's not lived in. Like there's something fun no. about going to yeah. someone's home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, those two are definitely Airbnbing yeah. it. Or at least yeah. it's on yeah. VRBO, oh, yeah. for sure. Which makes yeah. me now wonder if I should go search and then stay at it. Exactly. I bet you could yeah. find it. I bet I could. Yeah. It's in to- Tom's River equipment. isn't very big. Tom's, no. it's, it, they're in Tom's River. Okay, fine. Yeah. Done. I'll do that right yeah. after this call. <laughs> I would stay at Dolores' house because I feel like Dolores would really yeah. throw down a sick meal. It looked like the food that they were making was really, really yummy. Like I would definitely the seafood eat pasta? That. that sounds so good. Ugh, it was so good. <laughs> it was just all of it. And like you really could tell that they were putting like love into it i appreciated that there was a fuck ton of garlic being thrown around <laughs> there's so much garlic yeah there was this a very frank Catania heavy episode he's basically mm-hmm. a housewife on here now but how do you actually think frank busted his legs because it's well, not you, the you, falling you think you think it was a hit 100 <laughs> percent. i mean i don't know how does I, I buy it and, okay, and, and i i think he was hiding in david's house yes. after the hit Yes, that's the thing. Okay, like, okay, so Tom, I know you have <laughs> Tom. Tom jaw just dropped. Okay, you have <laughs> like, this what? background. You've seen quite a few quads in your day. Mm-hmm. Is it really possible for your fucking quads to come out of your body to okay, burst? So- to burst. To burst. <laughs> Yeah. You're overestimating my experience with the body. Okay, I'm a I'm a I'm a spin instructor who teaches people how to just like get skinny. Essentially, like I don't know anything outside of just like spin. So, I but but what I will say is I think Frank is one of those people that like he's one of those like meatheads that has never worked his legs in his entire life. So I think his upper body is a rock, and his lower half of his body is built on rubber bands and Weak. toothpicks. Yeah. yeah. That's like yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, I think, I think he's big on the top and yeah. skinny legs, yeah. and his legs just cannot carry. Just snap, no, and he just probably it yeah. was like, yeah, I can lift like 500, <laughs> and then yeah. just like burst them. That's what I think what happened. Well, no. let's, let's all recognize that steroids is how he looks like that. Yes, yes, yes. 100%. I do worry that Frankie Jr is going to look like Frank Atania one day. He will. He will. And then his I was actually pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah. 
I was actually pleasantly surprised by Frankie Jr. in what is the daughter's name? Gabby. Gabrielle. Gabby. Their conversation. They seem very normal in their Mm -hmm. conversation. Yes. Yes. Frankie Jr. in the past seasons has come off as literally Junior Frank because he's he talks and his mannerisms are so much like Frank. But I thought he he might be actually quite brainy and smart and actually have a sensible head on his shoulders. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to say that he's smart. No, but he's like getting his second degree and like he's like yeah. working in like a field that I certainly can't spell. I don't I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but it's something. No, it's yeah. it's money. It's like some finance field, isn't it? Yeah. M O N E Y. M O U S E. No, I think yeah, he's working yeah. in hedge funds. I wonder if he's working with Evan. Ooh. Because Evan works in hedge funds. I'd watch that porn. <laughs> Are you in Evan? Is that something uh, you're into? 1000%. Oh, okay, I'm so sorry. I am not I'm not I don't really see it as much as everyone else no, does. No, me either. I'm just yeah, fine on him. Either. He just looks like every like guy in New Jersey to me. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, I don't I'm not, know what you want me to say. I'm not say Tom. It's okay if we don't want to fuck the same guys. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Fine. It's fine. Um, now, so the big thing that happened this episode, obviously, was Jackie and Teresa fighting, and like the last like 15 minutes of this episode were so good. Yeah. Jackie sort of like standing on the side. I felt bad for her, but at the same time, I was like, "You're a grown woman, and watching you." makes me feel like I'm in high school right now. Like she's standing mm-hmm. on the side waiting for Teresa. Like it was so awkward, yeah. but I loved it. Yeah. So Jackie starts off with being on the corner. I don't know if I'm welcome. Nobody's going to talk to yeah. me and all of that. And she ends the scene with another classic <laughs> line. <laughs> yes. Did you learn that? It'll in go jail? down in like the best lines of the <laughs> Honestly, I loved it so much. I'm oh still like God. here for Jackie. Like I'm not, I'm not on Teresa side of this mm-hmm. at all. No, nobody is. No one's in Jackie's side either. Mm-hmm. And only because people don't find Jackie relatable. <laughs> it's not because Jackie isn't right. Jackie is actually right, but nobody wants to support her at all because nobody likes her. Yeah, it's so funny because everybody no. keeps being like, Jackie, are you okay? Are you going to cry? Jackie's about to cry. And Jackie's like, I'm... I'm honestly, guys, I'm okay. I'm okay. But that goes to tell me that she's probably really unwell for like the weeks leading up to this trip because Mm -hmm. for them to be so worried that Jackie's going to start crying is actually hysterical to me. It was just that was the funniest thing to me. Pissed. Yeah. I would be so pissed. If, I'm like, literally, you're going to make me cry for about how many times you're telling me to calm down. Like, yeah. I guess maybe Jackie's one of my problematic faves. Mm, another I don't boring. think she's that problematic. But she's boring. <laughs> yeah, she's a bo- She's the yeah, boring she's one. Boring. That's what I'm saying. I like yeah. the boring one. Yeah. yeah. I don't hate Jackie, but I also don't care for her. Yeah. You know, the episodes that just happened where Jackie wasn't on, I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, Felt like this episode was probably the most genuine we've seen the Gorga Judaism interact in like ever mm-hmm. like the scene where Jackie says you know you treat everybody like shit and Teresa's like did I treat you like shit like tomorrow tomorrow that was, was like, so you funny did. you had my hair pulled like, yeah so it's like you yeah. took me a stripper down the line <laughs> that whole scene was so beautiful because they brought up issues from like a couple of seasons ago and they resolved it right there and then they moved on to the next issue stripper was season three yeah it's eight seasons ago. Yes. 
But they fixed everything and then they came back to Teresa and Jackie. Yeah, I kind of love the fact that Melissa was just like, yeah, when Teresa acts like an asshole, I tell her that she's acting like an mm. asshole. And then Teresa's like, no, that's fucked up. Don't tell me to shut up. And then Joe did this mm-hmm. thing that like really reminded me of Nono, which is sweet because like we saw so much Nono tribute this episode. Joe, yes. look at Joe and he just kind of like groans like Nono while Melissa and Teresa, like he's like, oh. <laughs> it look like his dad. I was like, oh, look at that. He hasn't left us. He's right there. Yeah. Do you think that David and Dolores are going to get married? No. But who no. cares? Do you do we like David? Yeah. I like David. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't like think they David need to get too. married. But like, uh, so I've said this on our podcast, but um, a good friend of mine had David as his as uh, their fertility doctor. Oh. And they have they have a beautiful baby girl now because of oh. David. I was going to yeah. say, is David a real doctor or is he in a biker gang? Because that's all we see him. No, no, no. He's he's in a biker gang and he's an IVF doctor. Both okay, of them. we'll love that then. Oh. <laughs> I think that they really love each other. I don't think that they necessarily want to have the traditional marriage thing. Yeah. Well, maybe Dolores doesn't, but... I'm fine with... Nothing... Yeah. 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 I think that I don't think they'll get married, but I do think that they would stay together. Yeah. Just cuz they love each other. I don't other. I don't think they need to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not what's the point? I mean, they can be together and not be married. Yeah. Would you tell your boyfriend if you were going to get your ass done? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is weird. You're going under <laughs> That's yeah. weird. And you're not going to tell your significant other about that? Like, what happens if something... Isn't that how Kanye's wrong? mom died? Yeah. yeah. Not to get yeah. dark yeah. again, Tom. That's- again, Tom. <laughs> But that's what keeps me from getting liposuction is the Kanye mom story is why I'm still the size yeah. I am. Okay, I think about it all the time. Every time it's season, I'm like, I still can't. I don't want to die. I've got two little kids. Yeah. I can't turn into right. Kanye's mom. Right. Really bringing it down, Tom. Rest, rest in power. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Do you guys You're like welcome. Jennifer? <laughs> I I do like Jen. I do too. I wish the girls didn't give her so much shit about getting blacked out. Who cares? I feel like, yeah, yeah, it's just like she was having a nice time. Being a like mom, yeah, being a mom is the hardest job awesome. in the world. Okay, and shout out to both of you of being mothers. Being Ugh. being a mom is the hardest job in the world. Moms don't get enough respect as it is. And can we just respect the fact that she has five children under the age of like nine, <laughs> so and she. Them. Has to have them it's all in her so home bad. in a pandemic. If there was tequila yeah. lined up somewhere I, and I was her, I would be on that like white on rice too. Like, let's go. Let's fucking go. I have one kid and I would be exactly as drunk as <laughs> Jennifer is. Yeah. Okay. I saw her and it was like she probably held everything together for so long with her dad in the house mm-hmm. and all of yeah. that issue. And then she, this is her night out. She is going to get blackout drunk. Yeah. And, you know, Aiden knows that. And Aiden was so supportive Bill. and nice. Bill, his last Bill, name. Is sorry. Aiden's her last Bill name. Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bill, yeah. yeah. I do love Jennifer. I do think it was wrong that she told everybody that Joe Benigno. No, oh. it's a show. It was it's so a show. Oh, we're on a show, everyone. Like yeah. sometimes I'm like, wake up. There's a camera by you remember that march yeah. lost it yes march was in joe's face she turned she was like did you say that did you say outside did you say outside of this group and he was like no 
No. Yeah. <laughs> he was so scared, but she yeah. really lost it there because what she was trying to get him to say was that, no, I heard it in this group versus I right. heard it outside to confirm what Teresa had heard. Yeah. Right. So yeah. she didn't want him to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. she's just being a good friend to Jackie and she, she yeah. doesn't want Jackie to think mm-hmm. that she was like lying to her mm-hmm. and stuff, which I think once again, right. Joe literally just heard production talking about the rumor in the house. And he was like, so yeah. blackout at yeah. that party that he never heard it until the next morning when the producers were talking <laughs> yeah. to Marge about it. And then, yeah. 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 I think I've asked you this during the lives, Tom, but I think it's important to talk about because there's so many husbands in these franchises that we talked about today. Who do you think is having the worst and best sex? Oh, okay. Uh, I, I stand by Joe Gorga being bad in bed. I think he thinks he's amazing. And I think that it's missionary and nothing else. It's literally just like, and then like over, like it's like three pumps and done. And I think, I think Melissa is over him. So she probably welcomes the short and quick and short. Let's get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds so appealing. I actually don't think it's missionary. I think that he would, he's like one of those people that like does doggy style thinking he's like doing a great job and then the coolest. Yeah. The co- so he cool. learns something really cool <laughs> and it's called doggy style. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. really, really so, yeah. bad. And I think Joe, I think Joe Benigno. Beignet, what's it? What's his last name? Benny. Benigno. <laughs> Benigno. <Joe> Benigno. <laughs> I think he can throw down, actually. I think him and Marge have wild, smelly sex. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like construction and she fucking loves it. Yeah. Yeah. She she loves it. In the words of Sonia, I don't shave my pussy. I think that in Dallas, I would say that Stephanie and her husband Travis have crazy mm-hmm. sex. Based what based on what she oh, said, yeah, like sure. when they drink too much, like they like it, whatever, like yeah. spanking all that stuff. I could yeah. see them having great sex because they don't like each other, so there's like hatred in there. Although, as a gay <laughs> person, true. I want to tell her that she can she needs to be using Swiss Navy or gun oil if she's using <laughs> lube for anal sex because Astroglide is not the best she can be doing she needs to get swiss navy okay or gun oil those are the loops for anal sex so stephanie, stephanie, if stephanie if you're listening <laughs> stephanie if you're listening and kids if you're listening yeah, yeah shout out to the kids who are learning and i think that cameron and what's his face probably have boring i agree i don't think they have sex no i don't think so either i think cameron is like so busy playing with the puppy she's not even <laughs> that dog is cute but it's a little bitch yeah it is yeah i think it's a spoil it's a spoil little bitch yeah i think that she just like lets him climb on and do whatever and then just like <laughs> yeah yeah the 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 height difference is shocking. Shocking. You know that giraffe just like lays there and he just like does whatever he needs to <laughs> yeah. do. I think it's the opposite. Wait, what? You think you she's doing work? No, she's, she's not, not doing any work. She's like doing her makeup while he's like banging her. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you done yet? She's being a blonde detective looking at his phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think so. I do think Deandra no. and her husband are having tons of 
of sex. I don't know if it's good sex, yeah. but they are having a lot. Yeah. It. I think it's in the same smelly family yeah. as Joe yeah. Beignet and What's-Her-Face Marge. <laughs> now you make it sound like he smells like a delicious fried donut from the South, okay? Yeah, which yeah, is like, even more now attractive. Now yeah, yeah, now, now I'm, I'm in a Joe <laughs> Beignet. <and> Beignet. <laughs> <laughs> he smells like spackle and fried treats, and I love that. And powdered sugar. <laughs> and powdered sugar. Mm. Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to have so much fun editing this episode. It's have stars. a blast. Godspeed. Oh, I have one more note. Add one more note, which is that Teresa is reading these text messages between her and her daughters where she's talking about selling the house. And I swear to God, watching mm-hmm. her read text messages was like watching my first grader read because <laughs> Teresa struggles with literacy. I think she. I think yeah. she is. Not I think smart. that's half the reason she was crying because she couldn't read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm out. That was my mic drop moment. I'm out. <laughs> I agree, Tom. I think that's why she was crying. <laughs> like, the cameras are on me, and I have to read now. And you know, this is. I already made Melissa type a text message for me last episode, so like you know. Um, Thank you guys, Tom and Kix, so much for coming on and spending an entire Thursday. Yeah, we had such an evening. We we spent all day together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The next time we should just like also eat dinner together over Zoom. I would love to, but in person. Annie's mac and cheese only. (laughs) I just, I we say this every time we meet like Bravo accounts and stuff. We just like can't wait till we can actually all do things in person and meet and give each other hugs and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, can you tell everybody about where to find Dumpster Dive Podcast? Yes, um, you can follow us at Dumpster Dive Pod on Instagram. We also have a Patreon where we deep dive into people's origins of reality television. So we're covering the real world right now. We'll cover Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, America's Next Top Model, all in the future. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Kicks Hamlet, and that's spelled C-I-X. Yes, and you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. We're doing uh, Summer House Happy Hours, which the two of you were on today. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you miss our IG lives, you can also check them out on my IGTV. And oh, so our Patreon is patreon.com slash dumpster dive pod. Just a quick request. When you guys talk about Flavor of Love and it's the episode where What's-Her-Face poops during judgment or whatever, can you guys just mm-hmm. have me on and talk about it? I'd love to. Absolutely. Yeah, season two, episode one, of course. <laughs> <laughs>